Welcome to the Overload Podcast, where we talk about the latest game releases, latest game news, and a lot to do with PlayStation this week, it seems. Um, my name is Harry Mitchell. I'm again joined by Jordan Midler. Hello. And Daniel Partis. What is up in the parish oh. this Hi, week? How are you guys doing? Also, the, the okay. word parish, you'll know if, if Jordan's tweeted on the Overload account because he always used the word parish and we just mm. haven't inserted it into our vocabulary enough. It's in the brand Bible um, <laughs> to, the, do with our, with how, with, to do with how we tweet. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Had a pretty chill week. There's been... If I can't... Sometimes it feels like we record this podcast every day because it feels like it's been so recent, but it genuinely feels like it's been a million years since we last recorded this podcast, so I'm ready to talk about the 55,000 games I've played this week. How are you lot? Uh, Good to I, hear. Um, uh, yeah, it, it feels like it, either this happened yesterday or like a year ago, and I can't really remember, but I am almost free of, of, of academic dissertation grasps. It means I can play more games and die you're Good. feeling educated you're feeling like uh, you've learned no not in any way <laughs> i feel like i'm just being tortured with things i already know but what have you God been bless. up to this week danny well it's funny you should ask jordan because of um starting a new job starting a new Way. job at games industry dot biz. Oh, game i know you're back there yeah working <laughs> at game well <laughs> done at game yeah my first step into the industry. Overload Collector's Editions. <laughs> over, overwatch. Fucking over. Right, start this again. Three, two, one. Hello, Hello and welcome I'm to Harry the Mitchell. Overload Podcast. <laughs> welcome to youtube.com slash overload. Um, oh, this is going to be a clapped episode. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of gameindustry.biz, a game uh-huh. that they didn't cover. Um, a story that they didn't cover was the fact that no okay. games journalist Jordan Midler can't get past the first boss in a game called Demon Skin. Um, you may not have heard of this because it was only announced like a month ago, but um, it's like a side-scrolling action game. It's a bit like, do you remember they made that Arkham Asylum Blackgate game last gen that was like a Absolutely side-scrolling not. Batman game in the Arkhamverse? Well, if my, 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 my Arkham heads out there will remember this one. Um, so yeah, it's like side scroll and action. Uh, you block high, you block low, you block middle, and you go and you you beat you beat people up. The problem mm-hmm. is, I've got to this part and it it's like it's like pretty decent. It's, it's it's nothing spectacular, but it's pretty decent. I was enjoying it. I was going to review it, but I got to this part where I'm basically locked in a boss room, right? And I've got no way to regenerate any kind of health. And the boss I'm fighting shoots skulls that you can't block. You can only dodge, but he also mm-hmm. spawns guys. Um, spawns guys. So he, spawn, he spawns guys. He, spawn, he spawns skeleton men to attack you. But you've also got a stamina meter. So every time you attack, you use stamina. So in order to kill these skeletons, you have to use stamina. And then when the fucking skull comes in, you've not got enough stamina to dodge. So you get killed. So I sat and did this bit for about three hours yesterday, thinking, fuck me, how can I be stuck here? Um, and any I can't load the game because. Uh, all of my load points are in this one boss room. Um, so it seems like I'm going to have to restart the game, which is, it's no great loss. I'm only like an hour in or whatever. Considering I've, I've played the game for fucking four hours, I've only actually made one hour of progress. Um, <laughs> but it was, something like that hasn't happened to me in a long time. And it made me think about, what would I do if say like, 
say I was reviewing like the last Assassin's Creed or something like that. Not the not the final Assassin's Creed, like the, the and you the and you were just Assassin's too Creed. and you were just uh, too shit to. I, I basically locked myself in a boss room, and it was like, oh, by the way, you have to finish this for reviewing. It really made me like existentially panic. But um, yeah, I think I think I might uh go back to that. It's uh it's a it's a wee. Independent. I think it's an yeah, it's an independent title. I'm trying to see how much because it will be out by the time this comes out. I I believe. Well, oh yeah, because the fucking the reviews literally just went just went live. Um, well, you're too but, far in the game now. You've got Demon Skin in the game, you know. Oh fuck me! The first review that came up, Demon Skin. This is not the Dark Souls I'm looking for. Three point five out of ten. So maybe I won't go back. <laughs> 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 Those are some balland numbers. I was gonna say here. absolutely balland. Uh, uh, so going from one bad, uh, seemingly bad property to one perennially bad property, I also have been playing a bit of um, WWE Battlegrounds because, as you might know, it was WrestleMania over the weekend. Mm. Did you enjoy WrestleMania, Harry? Yeah, I know you watched all of it. You were there. I watched. I watched it through Twitter um, mm-hmm. and had a, an interesting time. I saw things that happened through GIFs and images, and it looked like a right old time. <laughs> this has been my review of WrestleMania. A, yep. uh, uh, just a, a romp. Um, it was Over a, to it you, was, Jordan. It was a <laughs> Back romp to the studio. And, and th- as such, I decided, look, I'm, I'm, anyway, let, let's backtrack. Put a pin in WrestleMania a few days pre- previously. Is that a pin joke, or was that... A- no, it wasn't. I'm, I'm just that. I'm just that talented. A few days previously, <laughs> I'm looking for something to play because I perennially have to be playing something. I can't just chill. I can't just watch something. Yeah. I have to and play you, something. You look up your big list of the shittest games ever made. And you, <laughs> you, ooh, I'll pick this one out. It's not the list of the shittest games ever made, but it's close. It's called PlayStation Now. It's a subscription <laughs> service that um, you may be familiar with. That is the poor attempt at Xbox Game Pass, where you can stream a load of ps3 games or you can get ps4 and ps i think there's a maybe just i don't think there's actually ps5 games yet but ps4 games that you can actually download like game pass which is actually quite good i was surprised by how full featured the service was so i subscribed for a month i was like okay wwe battlegrounds this was a game that i did a preview for um and then didn't actually end up reviewing because the preview made me think this is maybe one of the worst games i've ever played um and then so i downloaded it and i was playing it a wee bit and I was like, you know what? Wrestling games are usually bad, but this isn't as bad as wrestling games usually are. It's like kind of cartoony style. Um, it's really arcadey. It's just punchy kick. Um, it's really stylized. It look they look like wrestling figures. And I was like, this is fine. This is nice. This is like head empty, brain off kind of play. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, I feel like wrestling games used to be good. I feel like there was a period they, they of the golden age where wrestling games yeah. used to be quite fun. And then, Smackdown, Here Comes the Pain is the one that everyone cites as like the golden era for wrestling games, and I mm-hmm. tend to agree. Um, in recent years, they've gone super simulation-based, and I got something out of that as like a huge wrestling fan, where me and my pal would play them. But the problem is, wrestling games don't acknowledge that wrestling is an artifice. They don't acknowledge that it's like a fucking play, essentially. Yeah, They're, it's like, meant to be entertainment, games. it's meant to be a yeah. bit fucking goofy. 
So it's, it's like a fighting game essentially, but that doesn't actually replicate wrestling. In very few wrestling matches do you see someone just like kicking someone in the corner a hundred times because it's hard to reverse, so you just like abuse it. Um, yeah, it's not so, fucking MMA here. Yeah, exactly. So me and my pals would play it in such a way that we would make it a bit of a performance. We would like try and tell stories. It was like it was quite fun that way. But that was like making your own fun out of what's quite a bad game. But I uh, Battlegrounds is it's okay. There's like weird monetization stuff with it though. Like it's very loads and loads of the wrestlers are locked and you have to go to like essentially what is like a big display of all these figures and boxes and it's like you can pay for them with like battle bucks which is their you premium can get, you can pay robux <laughs> to get the funko pop of these wwe characters yeah, essentially um and then perish. but the uh, they've somewhat capitulated on that because you can do that or you can just buy all of them for like a tenner which is oh. like for a game that is free just buying every single character in the game for a tenner instead of having to grind them all out is something that i can mm-hmm. see people kind of uh, going towards but yeah that was the ps now thing was a big result of um i plugged in my ps3 i was like right okay this, you're a loss we've, we've talked we've talked about the ps3 apocalypse to death i was like right i'll go in and i'll download the fucking metal gear games and i'll get all the shit that i need um and then i plugged in a ps3 and when was the last time either of you has held a ps3 controller fuck me i think it would have been <sighs> I think harry was in the womb <laughs> yeah, I think I would. Yeah, it would have been. I don't know. Tw- when the fuck? Whenever the PS4 came out, like I don't think I ever played it after that point. Yeah, so it would have been uh, a long time da- ago. Danny, do you remember how awful? Did you have a PS3, Danny, or were you? No, I missed it. That's the the only PS PlayStation I've never had, apart from the PS5, obviously. It wasn't that bad. It was right. Um. Yeah, the co- I'm totally fine with the console. Like, it had some amazing games on it. But I forgot just how bad the controller is. It, is. it like feels like a joke. It feels like a fake controller. It feels like I could snap it in my hands. Mm. Um, it's, it's fine. It's fine but, in my little baby hands. But well. I didn't have. You, you can actually use PS4 controllers on a PS3. Um, oh. But I didn't. I didn't have a PS4 controller to hand because um, I've ended up just giving them out to people. At one point, I had like ten PS4 controllers, and now I have none. Um, so I was I was going through trying to download everything. First of all, the PlayStation Store didn't work properly. I would get to the I got to the Metal Gear Solid Four page and it just had no download box. It was just blank, and I was like, "Fucking what?" As it have, they, have they already done it? Have they already done the thing? <laughs> so I was like, "Fucking sack this!" Unplugged it all, turned on PlayStation Now. All the Metal Gear games are on PlayStation Now anyway, so it doesn't matter. And then I was like is the streaming okay because my internet is fine it's not anywhere near good enough for me but i want fucking nasa internet um so i started playing infamous and i was like this is it looks like a 1080p youtube video like it it looks compressed but not like horribly compressed and the react like the response time is totally fine have either of you messed about with like stadia or any kind of streamy game stuff I've not. I've been curious, but I feel like I, you might notice the kind of weird compression streamy thing. But I don't know. It seems to be the the future. You get like going insane forward. internet though. Like surely that's true. You would be like the test case. Have you have you messed about with it, Danny, in your two thousand one <laughs> broadband? I have. I um I have fucked around with Stadia, and I I see it. But my my broadband is is just absolutely prehistoric. So I'm not a really good test subject. But I played like. I played like the the first Lego Harry Potter games on PS Now, and yeah. they just looked. I mean, I I couldn't tell whether it was my internet or like the quality of the game, to be honest. But I I see what you mean by the compression. But like, it don't, wasn't don't bad to play. The quality of Lego games. It was just it just kind of didn't buffer, and it, that was probably a problem on my end. Yeah, it looks it looks fine. It doesn't look perfect, but it's it's, it's never gonna look perfect. Um, nah. 
you've got to imagine there's well i suppose maybe not i was about to say you've got to imagine they're they're thinking of some way of getting ps3 games playable but maybe that was the case before jim ryan came in and fucking just booted a ps3 out the window ceremonially <laughs> it's like um, these old games they look old who wants yeah, to play these it's like fucking the, the, the ps4 in the corner is looking nervously because it knows that's next um <laughs> the um and to to finish off my variety stream of things i've played i played 10 minutes of this is a mobile game, Danny, so ears up. Um, <laughs> speaking of PlayStation and mobile, mobile games, games, Clap Hands Golf, um, which is... <laughs> Cl- Clap Hands are the developers of every- Everybody's Golf or Hot Shots Golf, depending on what territory you're in. Um, and I love those games. The Everybody's Golf games are absolute fire. And this is their first non-PlayStation... PlayStation just losing exclusives left and right. Their first non-Playstation exclusive. Um, a huge hit for the company to not have yeah, Clap Hands Golf. Mm. Clap Hands Golf, um... It's good. It's a it's a fucking mobile golf game. It's 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 not that deep. I don't really understand how it controls, but uh, I'm glad I discovered it at the end of a work day and not the start because I would be sacked. And sure that did, concludes uh, my they, fucking playing fifty games. That just ignited a memory in me because I think they did like everybody's tennis as well, and I I yeah, they did. I can see that the like the cover for the PlayStation Two and there's like a a Ballon Wonderworld esque like character on the front of the yeah. cover and it's got it, like it luigi like big, font yeah it looks like fucking big leo craig from balan it, um, it really does <laughs> everybody's leo tennis is on craig. um you can buy that on playstation 5 because it was one of like the five ps2 games they made backwards compatible for well they didn't make backwards compatible they just re-released for ps4 like when they did all those rockstar games they were like oh and here's everybody's tennis wild still a fire game still a fire game leo craig leo craig can't believe that that name leo craig sounds like a uh one of those scottish kids that has to take a vocational course so he doesn't get yeah. doesn't go to jail you know emma colin leo craig out here <laughs> doing bits fucking <sighs> Pushing the salt and pepper chicken and tank ice blast on the on, the, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been playing one demo. One demo. Okay. One demo. Demo one. Lots of well, I I we, I think me and Danny have still been playing through Jedi Fallen Order as we did before, but I had to just fucking put a pin in that because I would just play it for hours because it's a very enjoyable, very big game, mm. and I have a lot of shit to do. So what I've been doing is I was like, I need a game that I can just boot up for like a few minutes to take a fucking break from work and then just go back to work uh and i've been playing the unbeatable gameplay demo which is unbeatable is the the new kickstarter launch that happened this week it is like uh it says anime style but it's more like kind of the stylized graphic novel style um a rhythm game and the actual game is like a pretty fucking fun rhythm game which is like things are going left and right you've got like multiple characters that can try and hit multiple layers of 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 musical beats at once uh you've got there's things that you have to hit multiple times things you've got to try and hit at once and for length times it's all to very very good music that i like a lot which i imagine there'll be more of in the final game and the actual game will eventually have these kind of story chunks which look very very pretty it has this kind of 2d slash 3d uh with very pretty kind of shading uh art style involved so you can walk around this town and have chalked people and then move on the story or whatever. But the actual gameplay, they've put a, a small demo for. And it was very, very fun. It was something that I've been able to play like a few minutes of and just do like a, a, you know, a music level and just smash out on a, a, a controller and just put it down. 
and it's absolutely smashed its Kickstarter funding. I've actually backed it myself, which is probably the first Kickstarter thing I've backed in a long, long time. Because, like, I don't know, it didn't always get, it didn't always kind of get the kind of, the fun of Kickstarter now, which kind of, you're kind of bored of it, you got bored of it after a while, and you feel like it might be a bit of a, um, and I feel like there's, there's fatigue for backing Kickstarters after a while. I don't know, I, I kind of went the other way, like, um, I, I never really had disposable income, but now I, I do. I'm, 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 I'm horribly impulsive when it comes to purchases, you know this. So I will mm-hmm. go on Kickstarter and I will see something real stupid and I have to really talk myself out of why I don't need it, you know, because... <laughs> like, a, like a cup that can spit at you or something. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, you know, like a stupid mug or like a, a, a Game Boy that's smaller than your finger and i'm like oh look at that and then you're like you can't even see the buttons and i'm like so <laughs> like, i will cute. i will a hundred pound perk i want yeah. the t-shirt i want to put my name inscribed in the back <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna put my one initial on it yeah but i'm uh, yeah i'm terrible like that but, but you john um i've never backed a kickstarter and never will um, <laughs> not, I, th- I knew that was gonna be your answer i just feel like <laughs> the independence the idea of someone asking for money to take part in a project jordan i can imagine jordan just spitting at be like fucking make it make a game you cowards why do you need it's my not, help it's not even that like uh, the, uh, it's just the fucking i don't like paying for something and then having to wait like if I I don't if I can pre-order something I only do it if I can like if it'll pay on dispatch like I don't like the idea of my money just disappearing to some fucking yeah. random fifteen year old in the Netherlands that's making some cool new fighting game that they're gonna get ceased and desisted by Nintendo <laughs> for like it just doesn't yeah it doesn't do it for me ultimately when the game comes out I will be able to play the same game that these people that backed it did so exactly I don't really yeah, exactly. care like. Um, but I think it's I think it's just people who who are actually very passionate about it. And unfortunately, like that happened with Genesis Noir, where they had this fantastic concept, they had a demo you could play through, and people poured money into it. And eventually, I found the the actual resulting gameplay to be just overstretched and kind of dull. Um, True, but the, you know the... what? Put a gamble on it. Yeah, there's just there were lots of other Put a on, on it, see what happens. I uh, game of the year 2023, <laughs> which is when it's going to come out. Because Christ. Yeah, we should start betting on Metacritic scores. Do you not think that'd be fun? That like would if we be fun. I'd lose. We do a series where we put money on <laughs> Metacritic scores for the rest of the year. It'll, it'll be totally broken by the time we're eventually verified on Metacritic. I just start giving shit tens to put it in my favor. But like, like exactly, oh, yeah, like fucking... who fucking cares? I, 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 I want to bet an audience score. That's the spice. Like Metacritic, I'll just be like, I uh, blockbuster AAA game nine. Fucking fuck it. Why not? Uh, no one cares apparently. <laughs> Yeah, everything else, like, seven, six, maybe it's a three, who knows? Fucking I generally give it a nine. They'll give anything a fucking nine. Betting on the easy scores for Balan Wonderworld. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> if we'd have done that. I think I think we would have got it right. Yeah. I, I could tell by the demo that that was going to be special. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good Whereabouts stuff. are you in um, Fallen Order? I think I'm oh. a little bit ahead of Harry. Um, I just got to the the ruins in Dathomir, um, and oh, did, did the owl. I did the owl, but I don't want to spoil it. I'm excited anything. to get to Dathomir. That looks um, good. Dathomir where where are you at, Hazel? Because you were ahead of me for a bit, and then I surpassed you like uh, most things yeah, in our life. Yeah, because I just banned myself from it for a long time. <laughs> um, where am I now? Great question. Uh, I <laughs> got past the horrible spider bit. I very much enjoyed this random, the random interlude where you get captured by a bounty hunter and you go on and do the fucking fighting arena thing. Aye, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, a, so, that is so cool. That bit's uh, so that, fucking cool. Yeah. Like, not only the, the cool fighting arena thing, but the fact there's this cool, like, underground layer that's totally empty and is, like, alive with weird veins and stuff. And you just, oh, oh, 
fucking no reason for it to be there. It just respawns just, just making a cool fucking level. And yeah. Like, oh, here's a treat. Can. Here's a little treat. And it's I don't know where I'm exactly at now, but I think I just. I think last thought, you got to <sighs> the big Wookie tree, didn't you? That was where yeah, I talked I, to you last. I I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna try and find Tarflin vibe. Cool. Um, the the Jedi Fallen Order is great, and it features um a younger character, Cal Kestis, um under the tutelage of older characters, um. Similarly, in The Last of Us, <laughs> fuck, um, fuck it out. I was like, "Is this a segue? Are you just like, is your are your eyes glazing over?" Fine, fine. Let's talk news, everybody. News Woo! of the world. News. news of the. That's the fucking mock the week soundtrack. Mind mock the week. Mind when you would just sit with Dave on all the time. I don't. It's right, true. we're going full Peter K. Potter for five minutes here. But um, do you remember? Wait a second. For those listening, the the heavens have uh, opened above me. I, I, I can hear it actually. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the be monsoon. Fun. That'll be fun for me to edit later. Why did why does it only rain during the podcast in your little fucking titty glass house that you live in? I don't I don't know, and I've also developed a bit of a cough, so this is really going to be sonically um, incredible. Jesus Christ! How loud is that? Right, we we need to have a pause and play while that right is hailing. It's officially hailing. Okay, well, I've got, it, it literally, I don't think it's hailed the Stirling for like two years, and somehow like a, a few miles to Paisley, you get fucking hailstorms only on Tuesday evenings during this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck's sake, I'm sick of it. Do better. Do better, you cough. Yeah, die, die. Pull it together, boys. Come on. News. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna mute Jordan for like half an hour while he fucking collapsed to the ground, snowballs crushing through his glass fucking conservatory that he for some reason stays in. Glass conservatory? That's a bit of a fucking oxymoron, mate. Shut what the like, fuck up, go back what, to die. What, what do you want it to be made of? Fucking brick? Pre- how does the sun come through? Do you know what they call a brick conservatory, mate? A fucking house? Oh. <laughs> oh. The fact that he has to he has to go through like deathly cops to fucking rip the piss out of me. Happily, his hand happily grips the edge of the coffin as he fucking lurches out. <laughs> A gong rips out. He's back from retirement just to fucking slap me about. Anyway, according to a report from Bloomberg, um, <laughs> Sony's planning on uh, remastering The Last of Us. Um, there's a team at Naughty Dog made up of um, themselves and some Sony Bend. Uh, folk, folk who made uh, Days Gone, which is not a very good game. Great, um, fantastic. Are working on remastering the first Last of Us and the Last of Us Part Two's engine. And by by remastering, you mean like re- remake? Right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a remake um, with the Last of Us Part Two's engine and all their kind of like fanciness. Um, and this has apparently caused some strife within Sony because the people that made Days Gone wanted to make a Days Gone Two, and Jim Ryan, being the fucking baller he is, told them to fuck off. Um, so, what, what, what? I've obviously spoken about Sony at length. From a gut check, what do you two think about a Last of Us remake? Let's fucking say, why? Prob- probably, probably. Let's say about ten years after the first one. No, no. It's outrageous. It's like the fucking. It's it's the fact that Last of Us Part Two came out like what two years ago. It came out last year, but it came out fucking last year, and they're what? No, stupid, bad, bad, stupid. Even (laughs) the people mocked Spider Man for being remade like fucking 
four or five years after it. And people are trying to get a remake of a, a franchise a year after the last one came out. Suck my days gone dick. I no, hate no, that. Um, I, I, Danny? Wait, <laughs> it's, 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 not a, it's, not, it's not like, it's not a remake though. It's the exact, it's the exact same game, just remastered for is that, the PS5. Is that true? But I, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing more of an actual remake instead of a remaster. Because didn't they already fucking remaster it for PS4? Well, they didn't. Re- they didn't really remaster it for PS4. They just made the textures look a bit nicer. It doesn't look like a PS4 game. Like it still looks like a bit of a PS3 game. Mm. Like I don't see why people were getting so fucking pissed about. But this. I'm it reading it as sense. remake, like like it's like a full on remake it's, rather it's, than remaster. The way I interpreted it was they're probably remaking it in the Last of Us 2's engine, but with all the original like voice assets and stuff like that, like all that kind of because like. And stuff like motion capture data, like all that stuff, can transfer over. It's not like they're going to recast Joel and Ellie. Like that's not what this but, is. But that's usually what the term remake is. is, is people say remaster for you remaster, but it's saying the same and remake if like a new team is approaching it, like the concept. Well, I th- yeah, I think this is. Yeah, this that's is that's the- usually because there's so much time between remakes that. Uh, you know that the team that originally made it has disbanded or become something entirely different but this is a, a situation where i mean 10 years is quite a long time when i think about it um you yeah. know there's a generational gap between the ps3 and the ps5 and i'm not i'm not a last of us fan and i think the resources could go elsewhere but it's also a, obviously going to be a big money maker for sony with the movie coming out and it being at the forefront it makes sense and the last of us isn't really a franchise where you could play the recent one and then go back and play the first one to see what it's like you know yeah like the, the first one like, has to be the entry point <clears throat> to the series and a good way to do that is to bring the first one up to speed with the second one otherwise you're just like going to be playing this really dated game before going into the second one yeah, I, it, ma- it makes complete sense. Like, when that show comes out on HBO Max, they can just be like, and now you've seen the show, first first commercial break, here's The Last of Us Part 1 and Part 2 okay. on the PS5, looking amazing. Like it's, it's, I've lowered my blood pressure a little bit, but it's, yeah. I feel like, I, I, because the word the term remake, I always associate with, like, someone just redesigning it, like, completely, like, it'll be just a, a, a different game with a new design. But reading more, it does seem to be more, more like a remaster. Yeah, it's like um, the Bluepoint stuff, like Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls. Those are the same games. They just look immaculate, and they're like two generations jumped. Yeah. Like I'm, Demon, I'm, when I'm, Shadow of the Colossus came out, like right. Let me let me fact check the the actual. Well, Demon Souls is a better example. That was like came out in two thousand and eight, and the remake came out in twenty twenty. Like a decade isn't. I think people are are thinking that the the original game came out a lot like like four years ago yeah, than it yeah. actually did. Yeah, like yeah. time has moved on. Yeah, and this probably isn't coming out until like twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Like I just I think people got a wee bit upset about something that wasn't actually that big a deal. According to Bloomberg, I said that um that they originally wanted to do a remake of the first Uncharted game, which I would be more interested in. But um, yeah. Mm. Because that's like yeah, 2007. That, <clears throat> yeah, and I, th- I think that article goes on to say that like this is kind of the test bed for doing something like that because Uncharted would need a lot more work because like the Uncharted d- does look pretty dated now and it wasn't using the kind of modern techniques that The Last of Us did. But um, yeah, just it's this it's kind of the br- the broader story is that Sony's moving towards a model of just being really hit focused, which I think. Again, isn't much of a story because look at the PS4's biggest games. They're not fucking weird Japanese games. They're fucking God of War, fucking The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima. Like this is what Sony is. I just think people took it quite 
personally when that was kind of laid out in front of them you know what they, you know what i mean like yeah i think those people are babies i think you should really put this stuff quite calmly and not raise your voice yeah, on it. like 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 they're it's ultimately they're, they're they're it's kids toys like stop being so fucking weird about games yeah, i don't know why people um, get upset about this kind of thing jim so ryan's up, sat you know? at home and he's he's booted up his ps3 and he's put the last of us on and he's like looks like shite and he's ordered he a does. remake he's like what is this the rope physics are fucking garbage <laughs> i want to be able to rope i wanted to be able to pull a rope through four different buildings and tugging it with real tension if i can't do that uninstall <laughs> the joke the joke was always that those ps5 videos last year when they were like announcing it when it was like jim ryan in this floating void it was like that's actually rendered in a ps5 jim ryan saw that joke and he took it to heart he was like right well if i if games don't look exactly as good as me jim ryan <laughs> i don't want them on my console anymore um, imagine you, you load into the last of us and it's a renderer of jim ryan being like hello welcome to the last of us i'm jim ryan <laughs> it's like fucking a little, a little a little prologue the last of us refers to the five games that are left after jim ryan deems the rest of them too ugly to run on the ps5 um that'll happen Imagine if they remade then, it, but they just changed all the models to the 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 movie actors from the sort the TV oh, actors. Oh, fucking Pedro Pascal! And that Imagine that. That'll be fucking incredible. <laughs> I would be pissed at that point. At yeah, that that'll point, be funny. Be like, fucking hell, what the, what he's doing? But yeah, that was just a. I was a. I was a. It was a weird article. Um, and then obviously that's just ran into people being like. Uh, you've got you've got fucking games that are well more deserving of a remake than The Last of Us. Like, where's the fucking Metal Gear Solid remake that has been rumored for a million years? Like, also, I feel is... like The Last of Us, like even for its time, looked pretty good. Yeah, it look, it looks fine. It, the problem is The Last of Us Part Two looks so fucking good that they probably yeah. look back at the first one and are like, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the yeah, remember the, 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 remember the Last of Us multiplayer? I feel like that was factions, fucking weirdly yeah. good. It, it was really good. I played that for fucking ages. I love factions. That's coming as well. That's like a that's a standalone game. Or my theory now is because they originally announced like, okay, Last of Us Two doesn't have multiplayer, but we're still working on it. We'll just show you it in a couple of years. My theory now is that just gets packaged in with the remake, yeah. and it's like here's the Last of Us Part One remake plus factions for seventy quid. Like, that was a good that was that was really good they did the thing where like if you linked your facebook through your ps3 your wee camp that you were like bringing supplies for would be named after your facebook friends so it'd be like oh harry mitchell has died of dysentery (laughs) 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 fucking banging fantastic jordan's Um, mum has like fucking yeah my my mum's name on facebook is jordan's Jordan's mum jordan's face mum yeah um but yeah the the here's the question Bluepoint are probably working on another PlayStation remake. I think it's probably Metal Gear Solid. What would you want as PlayStation remakes, given the, given the same fucking treatment that Demon Souls got, where it's like one of the best looking games all time? Anything else? Um, Tomba. Tomba. <laughs> Tomba with like Last of Us 2 style graphics. <laughs> yeah, 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 can you imagine it? Honestly, I fucking either just bring me bring me either a new Uncharted game or just like a remastered one. That sounds fun. I like Uncharted. Yeah. I feel like with super crazy graphics, it would be incredible to watch. Mm. I think or, they probably would make a new Uncharted. Do you think? Do you think Infamous would hold up? Like, fucking yes, Infamous redone? was great. <clears throat> I, I love I love Infamous, Infamous, but like, but like, is it still fun? It was, I played it for like an hour and I was like, true. I mean, you do, you do float, you, it's got very floaty jumps, like you do feel like you're kind of prancing about the place, but I think it could be updated to be something totally fucking banging, like, tighten up, the story's still totally fine, the powers are still fine, 
it would need a lot of work because it looks the PS the first game specifically looks really grimy on PS3. Like it just looks like mm. fucking melted shite. But um, don't show it to Jim Ryan, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but um, the second son, the one on PS4, looks amazing, and it's probably still looks really good, like all the fucking neon shit and all this like particle effects. Yeah, also it's like yeah, it's being cool superhero shit, but like with crazy up to date like kind of physics and graphics and lighting. Yeah. It's like a dark neon city game. It's fucking perfect for ray tracing yeah, shit. Definitely. Were you were you a, a Jack and Daxter person, Danny? Or were you in a different uh, platforming camp? Um, no. No, not really. Um, I was in the Blinks the Time Sweeper camp. Jesus Christ. No, I'll forget. <laughs> fucking Blinks. Yeah, the, Sony should buy Blinks the Time Sweeper off of Xbox. I mean, that, that's, where the, that's where the money is. If, that, if, that, <laughs> if Jason Schreier started reporting that, that, that Jim Ryan was like on the phone to Phil every day negotiating fucking Blinks the Time Sweeper power, I'd be like, okay. Maybe Just want your problem. cat, Phil. Want your cat. I've never heard of this game before in my life, by the way. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Don't worry, you're only alive when it came out. Um, <laughs> okay. The other, there's a few other bits of PS5 news. There's an update coming tomorrow, which will finally let you put fucking PS5 games on USB storage, which oh, yeah. is nice. Um, Where'd you read that, John? Although, hold on, um, let me, let me, I, I read it. I read it because Sony sent me the press release. All um, right, but uh-huh. um, but it's. Uh, I, I mean, I read it on um, GamesIndustry.biz, written by one news editor. Thanks. <clears throat> yeah, their, their news editor, whoever that is, some yeah. bitch. Um, PlayStation 5 owners will soon be able to free up space <laughs> on the console by saving game data to an external USB drive, according to new update launching tomorrow. Tomorrow? Players will be able to transfer from the console's internal storage to a formatted USB drive. However, they won't be able to play games on the stored device. Um but I Great. essentially can't play games on it. You can just fucking shite your stuff there for when you're not using it. Yeah. The real question is, how quickly will it transfer back over? Can I just stick Warzone on a sad wee, a sad wee life, Jane, a sad wee p- fucking USB drive, and then when I want to play it, shove it in my PS5's arse and get it transferred over? Depends or will that how take fast, all day as well? Depends how fast the drive is, really. Like, yeah. Really depends yeah. On the transfer imagine, speeds. imagine it'll be faster than downloading and re-downloading, and it's just going to act like a, a digital game shelf in it. Where you just plug it in and get something off it. Yeah. Also, yeah. the one thing that I found more cool was the fact that PS4 players will be able to like watch you play games and take control of your PS5 game. Yeah, the share play stuff. If that works. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to see if that works tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll feedback. Because in theory, it means that, for example, Danny with the PS4 can log into Jordan's PS5 and kind of play his games i guess yeah it's like the way it's kind of steam has that similar feature i think back uh, in the day i want to try it and then i'm gonna take over john's ps5 and play astro's playroom that's how nice. it's gonna go down off of it um also <laughs> um updates to the playstation app will also roll out tomorrow giving ps5 players the ability to join multiplayer games from the phone um which is nice um, i also like that you can kind of move around your storage data like um on the app i don't know what kind of advantage that would have like you can just on the fly be like bin this game into into the storage place it would um, be cool if you could yeah. also start downloads and manage downloads from your phone that would be cool like uh, imagine yeah you know, get again home and be like oh, right, no da- you, you, can, you can already you can already do that oh can you oh, that's, already that's pretty yeah cool. that's been a, that's been a thing for a while out and about so you can and be like on the bus home and you can just like download warzone and by the time you're back yeah. it's like yeah it's, it's you can also you can also set it up to get notifications when like your game is downloaded so if you've like fucked off into the other room or whatever um, Fucking, you don't need, yeah. modern games are good sometimes well yeah. 
PS5. Um, Postmodern games, as in games f- from the future, um, will never come out because Deathloop's been delayed. Um, That's not what postmodern s- means, but whatever. S- yeah, excuse me, I have <laughs> an A in higher art. So <laughs> um, Deathloop has been delayed to September. Um, Damn it! Which is kind of unsurprising because it's a fucking shock that Returnal's actually gone gold and is coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, games the only are- game that's going to come out this year. This is going to be a story all year. Games are. This is how. This is games actually feeling the brunt of having to fucking shut down last year. It's understandable. Sorry, it's why? just a bit annoying. Um, because Animal Crossing came out and it was so yeah, good. That's fair. Um, everyone was just like everyone was just connecting and being as part of this kind of community. Um, yeah, binding together in these unprecedented times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking uh, Far Cry Six is rumored to do the same. Um, according to this Google Doc. Um, <laughs> well, and- <laughs> it's like it's just the this. I think it might have been it might have been Schreier talking about it as well that big Jason, but it's just like just, a, the, just, a, just you can just make up shit and be like, I fucking I Jason said it. Um, well, it's just, it's the 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 team are just kind of make, are being very very vague, and they're like, we have gameplay that exists, and we'll be able to yeah. show you it at some point. So I think people are inter- interpreting the language as they're kind of they, they they can't announce a delay yet, but they probably will be delayed. Yeah. Um. I, I think Far Cry Six already got delayed to later in 2021, and I think now the question is if it's even going to come out this year. I could see that being like a November shite or something like that. That's yeah, true. But we'll see. The next My news birthday. item says Cyberpunk 2077 still trying. I'm curious to click on this. Um. Oh fucking hell! It's GI again. <laughs> it's right. a it's a it's a news report from Daniel Partis actually from GamesIndustry.biz. <coughs> 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 Developers <laughs> project has dedicated to fixing cyberpunk. It's not like a banjo kazooie narrator voice or something. <laughs> so it can continue to sell for years to come, despite a rocky launch late last year. Rocky, is that what you want to describe it as, Danny? Fucking, I'll read it bear. I know. Fucking get off call the it, fence, Danny. Call it shite. Well, it's a fucking <laughs> bin file. Right, let me let me re let me, let's do some editing on the fly. Despite a fucking shite launch late last year. That's according to Chief Joint Chief uh, Criminal Adam Kaczynski, <laughs> who lied to Reuters that the studio is committed to rectifying ongoing issues with the game. I don't see an option to shelf Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, oh, oh well, thank you very much, sir. You're not just going <laughs> to abandon this game that you sold to millions of people? Oh, fucking thank you, you fucking different, different gaming god. I know that I paid £50 to this game, and I, I could have got a refund, but I thought, you know what? I love The Witcher 3. Let's stick with it. I'm sure they'll fix it. They're not just going to abandon it. Well, don't worry. We don't see it as an option to shelve Cyberpunk 2077. And neither does Jordan fucking Midler, apparently. The the arrogance for these cunts is exactly what got them into this state. The idea that they can just be like, "Oh well, we're not gonna. Don't worry, man. We're not gonna. We're not gonna abandon it. We're 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 committed to make the game run at more than fucking ten frames a second on the consoles that we announced it for. Like, it's we're it, committed it's to make the game playable. Maybe if you're if we feel like it. Oh, you love what comes this- next, considering they're struggling to fix one game. Despite the ongoing struggle to meet expectations of its recent title, CDP hopes to develop two high-budget games in parallel. Fuck me. You presume that one of those is Witcher 4, and I, I need people... There's a, there's a phrase that people say that's like, where was this energy? I need people to hold this cyberpunk energy for the Witcher 4, because I know for a fact that they're going to bring out fucking 
they're going to bring out the real life Geralt of Rivia onto the stage at E3 2050 <laughs> and be like, here he is. Witcher 4 is going to be so good. We're, we're sorry. The, the guy who's saying that they're not going to fucking shelf the game that they sold um, is going to come out and be like, we're sorry. Uh, we're sorry. We're listening to you. We understand that uh, we shat it hugely. And even if this game was like, perfectly, <laughs> it still wouldn't be that good. Um, like, we're so- sorry the developers were too shit to make games and fucked it up. <laughs> but next time we've hired better developers that will work faster and harder on three games at once. <laughs> That and won't have promise, a problem at all. We promise. And see, if you buy those games and they don't work, we're going to fix them. And then we will. will fucking erupt. Everyone will, everyone <laughs> will be crying. There'll be tweets all over the place. Fucking, oh my God. They'll, they'll make finally. a fucking playable game eventually, maybe. Oh, these, these people. Oh. I just I love... Understand. I, I, I just want to point out that I just love the fact that now at this point in the podcast, in this podcast series and this show, that... More than half of the news stories that we're describing that have been broken by someone on the podcast in this <laughs> recording who's just sitting back like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds lit. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to contribute. This is the fucking centrist of the gaming news industry. She has, she has no opinion. There is no, there is not one line in here. Give Colin. Well, then she put in the article like, not, this is not cunt. one line in here. <laughs> exactly. There's not <laughs> one line in here. Colin CD Project Red, a bunch of hack fraud, fucking lying <laughs> bastards like, on her first that? day on the job. <laughs> Sorry, what you have to say? Fraud, you... fucking lying bastards. What do you have to say for yourself, Danny? Um, no comment at this time. Um... <laughs> you thought you shill. You shill. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't see it as an option to shelf Cyberpunk 2077. Like, ten lines down, Cyberpunk 2077 was removed from the PlayStation Store almost four months ago. Literally unshelled. Glitches and poor performance. It is still unavailable for purchase. Thing is, One though, day they'll put like, it on the shelf. This, it, it seemed what like a, a fucking bin of a game, It man. felt like such a non-story. Um, like, I don't see an option to shelf it. Like, yeah, obviously. But then, you know, this, this story will exist in, like, a couple of months' time when um, they turn around and go yeah it's shelved it's yeah we, we just we made the decision to shelf it after careful consideration um the, the game is just beyond repair we never said this we were going to commit to it <laughs> yeah just like they said then, they weren't going to crunch you know but now i can't believe they're like well, we're committed to make sure we work our team properly and we can do things in tandem and, and do it properly anyway we're going to try and spend a year fixing the game we already fucked up while making two parallel high budget <laughs> games at once Nothing will go wrong. My name's fucking Adam Kosinski. <laughs> uh, also, well, the Nintendo Switch is a new fucking color. It's purple blue. Who gives a fuck? Anyway. Yeah, there we go. I, I, I think it looks nice, but people are people really be letting Nintendo off by, by shipping this fucking Nintendo Wii powered thing in this Wii case. Anyway, we've spoken about the Switch to death. Fuck the Switch. Yeah. Come at me when the Switch 2 happens. The Twitch. The, um, the Twitch. <laughs> The topic for this week, although we fucking ranted for like 45 minutes according to this audible file, um, the first 10 of it, I'm sure, is completely unusable and libelous. Uh, how are we feeling about Sony's general business vibe? They're obviously going big blockbuster versus Xbox's model of kind of adopting the Microsoft model of everything being a service um, and the fact that well, this is kind of the year for seeing how that will work because if the blockbuster games get delayed 
what is there to play on your PlayStation? Obviously, Returnal, which is their next big game, and Ratchet and Clank, which is just after that, haven't been delayed. So it's not the they seemingly have sorted that out. But what what do you two think? I open the floor to my esteemed panel of experts. I've honestly tuned out because I can't buy a PS5 and I don't know when I'm going to be able to buy a PS5. So I've just stopped caring about what they're up to. And I like I mean that as a, a purely from a consumer level is that I just like in between the stuff that they've done and you know the stuff that they've announced in the past six months, I just I'm like doesn't matter to me because I can't buy this console. So, well, I, you're saying they're, they're concentrating on blockbuster games, which is true, but they're also still trying to do a shitty version of Xbox Game Pass with PlayStation Now, which I feel like is just not going to really. And I feel like my danger because they want to go. Our model is you pay lots of money for high quality products but also you can get some of them for fucking 5.99 a month streamed in a weird low compression way it just i feel like it might just conflict split audiences between okay do yeah. i do i get cheap shitty stream stuff or do i get very very expensive well to be, to, stuff? Be, to be totally fair from for playstation 4 games and eventually when they add ps5 games you can download them you're not streaming them so it's only the the like old stuff Mm. But and the argument has always been no one actually plays fucking backwards compatible games when they're available. So in that aspect, the difference between Game Pass and uh, PS now is obviously all of Xbox's first party stuff goes on there. But there are no fucking first party games for Xbox, so it's kind of like a a weird. I think PlayStation now could be really good if they put like a wee bit more mm. of their like. Eff- like effort and money into it they do have some like they put the avengers on it the other week that's like a big game like mm-hmm. whatever you think about the avengers they put that on playstation <laughs> now um but yeah it's strange that like it feels like it doesn't have the xbox game pass has its marketing spiel down to science i don't actually think the games on xbox game pass are that great like i think the ones people get really hyped about a lot of sixes out of tens going out of, going on to fucking xbox game pass I but they've just absolutely continue they've <laughs> absolutely nailed the message in terms of like um well what what are the what are the what are the what are the hype games that you need game pass to be playing i mean not only they've got the entire fucking bethesda yeah, but those, are game pass available now. those are old old games I mean, you're looking like, for just like, but the point is, that, like, that it's not for new games. It's for like, it's for like lots of good games people might not have picked up. Like fucking, I don't know. I've got let me look at my list. I've got like fucking Alien Isolation. There's fucking you know Outer Worlds. There's games like Observation, which not a lot of people have picked up. Like fucking get multiplayer games people can get in the servers on, so actually it has people playing it. Like CFD, Dead by Daylight. Games that I'd fucking love to bits so on Game Pass, and then adding think, more I and more. I think the multiplayer argument. I I do agree. I agree with the multiplayer argument wholeheartedly in terms of like revitalizing kind of communities and shit like that. That's where stuff like Game and, Pass absolutely and, thrives. And now it's but, got EA. Like it's got. Like, I've got. I've got Jedi Fallen Order for, on that shit. That I wouldn't never would usually have picked up and paid loads of money for. And now I can. It's like they've got bangers. Yeah, but I suppose uh, obviously I'm in a weird position where I usually just play stuff as it comes out. But I, I, but no, we're like, not all I, like you, Jordan. We don't all play four games a week. True, true. Yeah, but like this, I, I can't I can't base my opinion on something on someone else's use case of it. I know I really should I should consider being a different person. <laughs> but um, the the core difference to me is that a Game Pass you can just pop on and, and download the games, whereas PlayStation Now with its streaming element puts me off entirely i'd be way more into playstation now and using it if you could just download the games and not have to rely on uh the 
shitey streaming, to be honest. But you can do that. The only thing you can do that for is PS3 games. Exactly. But you can download a PS3 or a game on Game Pass. That's what I mean. Like, I tried to play Oblivion. I wanted to play Oblivion on my PS4, but you can only stream it. You can't um, download it and play it. And it just... I mean, Oblivion doesn't look great anyway, but it looked even worse on the choppy stream. Um, Yeah, it's definitely a disadvantage, but I, I, I don't know how many folk are, like, pure gagging to play games from that era like even on game pass i, I usually down i'll the only time that that happens is if they ever like you know they've done a couple of like fbs boosts with game with uh, the old game pass stuff that makes them look like a lot lot better obviously you don't get that on mm. fucking it still looks like a ps3 game it doesn't get all these nice boosts that the xbox does <laughs> but it's also not it's not just the old games also like the newer bethesda titles like doom eternal or dishonored 2 games that are not like not everyone played and now they can play for fucking barely anything mm. on a on a structural level i don't really know what the difference is between having something available to stream and having it available to download and like, i don't know what the hurdle is for sony um, um, to just not the have pro- it. the pro yeah, the problem was the way the PS3 was built was fucking asinine, so making, like, the cell processor makes it so that they can't just, like, they can't have PS3 games downloaded on the current architecture, it just wouldn't work, okay. whereas the PS5 being backwards compatible already, it doesn't really matter, you're, like, you when you download a PS4 game, you're downloading the same PS4 game that you would from the store if you were just to buy it, hmm. so it'll kinda, it, it just works that way, um, the only way they could get the PS3 games to be native would be with like a ton of work. Similarly to how Xbox One had to have an update that essentially built a fucking 360 into the Xbox One on a software side uh-huh. in order to get that to work. Like it wasn't like the amount of fucking hardware, the amount of fucking like software development and the amount of money that went in to get that stuff working is properly impressive. Like that didn't just happen. That was a case of Xbox being so far behind that they had to do some kind of hearts and minds thing. And right now, Sony has absolutely no incentive to do that. And even if they did, they wouldn't do it because Jim Ryan hates hates anything that's older than a year. So um, it's it's just like a it's a hurdle that will never be improved upon that makes PS now seem like shite to me. It's crazy that they charge separately for PS now. I think like they should do the maths on how much it would cost them to just make it part of PlayStation Plus and be like. You get your free games for the month, and also you have access to PS Now, and really push it, like really show, like if if I fucking Sony head number one, literally wearing Sony tracky bottoms right now, didn't know about <laughs> how many newish games were on game were on fucking PS Now, then what what hope have you got? Like if whereas Game Pass. When you I feel like yeah, every, Xbox, every new Game Pass, like, kicks, aye, it yeah. kicks your door down to be like, here is everything on Game Pass. Also, like, like also, press have picked it up. So, like, all the new Game Pass games are like published on big outlets. It's like an, as like a, a, a this just dropped. Whereas in PlayStation now, it's like a fucking. If you dig into this Windows, the the PlayStation Store, you can see it happen. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, so a lot of work to do, I guess. But they still have a lot of advantages, like uh, just a, a great system, which is with more and more features coming up. So. Hopefully people can actually buy a PS5 at some point. That'd be nice. Nah, I quite that. like being the only person in the world to have a PS5. Yes. There's no uh, more. It's only me. Similarly, me. Uh, we covered a, a little bit about this on the site. Jordan did a feature all about the state of the union with Sony, essentially. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that article is like, Jordan? It's basically this podcast in a much more mm-hmm. uh, reasonable and thought-out form instead of just, like, 
ramblings is basically that yes the vibe at playstation is weird but i don't actually think it's that big of a deal and it's been going this way for a long time people just haven't noticed but go and check it out on overload.co.uk we also had a lovely feature from jeff zoldi uh and about if you're unaware of you're not into the anime scene the anime can you pronounce it properly please (laughs) sorry what anime anime Anime? There we go. Are you singing H? Anime? Is there a H there? Is there, H there something? Is there a silent H in anime that I'm not aware there's of? A si- there's, a, there's a silent triple H at the start of <laughs> And if you're not into anime and it kind of scares oh, shit, you, breaking then... news, breaking news, breaking news. Call of Duty on Twitter. Great, 4.21.21. The end is near. Hashtag Warzone. That seemingly confirms that that is when the nuclear event is happening in Warzone. So... Great. More on that. So Thanks great. for that breaking up. Can't, can't wait to break that news tomorrow, uh, tomorrow <laughs> evening <laughs> when this podcast is out. Uh, Warzone shit, anyway. Um, Fuck you. Warzone's the best first person shooter ever <laughs> made. Snore zone. All right. <laughs> Jeff Zoldi wrote an article about if you're not if you're not into anime or scared scared of it or kind of intimidated by it, then you could maybe try anime games because there's a lot of great anime games out there that can maybe gateway and mold you into the the genre of Japanese animation. And I think we've got a bunch of fucking Patreon questions. Oh, fucking Let's get the pats out. Questions Roll them tonight. out. Jesus Let's go. This is a chunky boy. Me when I ask for me when I ask for questions, Drake good meme. Me when I get questions back and have to answer them, bad Drake meme. <laughs> We didn't even need the questions. We just talked about Sony for an hour. I know. Um, that is this podcast. Yeah. Um, if Microsoft are doing so well, why does the Overload podcast never fucking mention them? Um, <laughs> fuck me. Can we do a po- can we do a fucking podcast about how fucking impossible it is to navigate Patreon in the back end? Fucking bastards. Uh, fine. Here we go. Here they're actually on the uh, the podcast running sheet in uh, the document. Well, two, well, there's two of them. <laughs> there's two of them. There's six on the fucking thing. First question, Elderly Goose. What Nintendo game would you like to see on Game Pass? And I would like to see uh, Breath of the Wild because I think uh, people should really experience that in the best possible uh, form. No, um, if if it's if it's literally anything then that that becomes terrifying because that's like fuck fucking smash brothers could be on xbox can you imagine but, um, that's like fucking dy- that's a dystopia i don't know or yeah. utopia i don't know if if it's like if if like if god tier nintendo properties aren't allowed then something like splatoon would be cool like i'd yes. like to play that with a proper controller mm. um and smash as well like i wouldn't mind like multi- the big multiplayer nintendo games being yeah. just not on shit multiplayer services yeah, being that, more accessible. I, fucking pokemon let me play let me play pokemon with a proper fucking online infrastructure that'd be hot <sighs> yeah like get, yeah. get honestly guess if, if, if we had smash with like fucking crossplay, anyone can play it christ i feel like i actually, I actually play it that'd be wild that's my answer what about you dan yell um i would it's a good question jordan um and my answer the question it was it was it was elderly ghosts <laughs> my answer to that is um is Bumbering. on the way um. it's been on the the, the, the broadings this whole t- i put it there so you could have an answer ready I know. that's the whole reason i put it there my my initial thought was was breath of the wild so i could play it for free um but i think i'd like something <laughs> like uh, like 51 worldwide games or something just so it would be cross-platform and i could play it 
with people that don't have switches. That I could have had a billion fucking guesses, and at no point would I think fucking fifty-one would have played games. Banger, banger. I feel like it, isn't, there, isn't there like a million versions of those just on Steam? Yeah, but they're really nice um, when Nintendo make them. So okay. It's an answer. Fucking hell. You're, 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 you're cruising. We're getting fucking exiled for this ship. Um, 51 <laughs> Worldwide Games. Fucking, have you seen the advert for 51 Worldwide Games? It's, it's perennially in front of videos I watch on YouTube, and it's just like, it's like these, these two parents being like, do you want to watch the football? No, why don't we have a game of fucking I did see that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's Let's perfect play the, game. Let's that's Danny's gaming life. Sounds Let's play this ancient Chinese counter game that hasn't been played since the 1300s. Sounds like a man that lost at chess. I'm <laughs> sorry, but that's that. No, 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 no. We can't. We can't have that stand because in our context, that's just fucking slanderous. We played. We played chess played, and you, it takes two, and Jordan you'd, lost. You'd, you'd lost. You'd lost. You'd been fucking. I have, to, just, I have if, to step in here because the, you're saying without context and not giving any context. They're talking about in the game It Takes Two, a game they played together, a little small mini game they played where they played chess and Danny, Danny, Jordan walked away from the board and, Jan, and Danny essentially did the chess equivalent of stabbing them in the back. I stayed on the board. If it doesn't this, matter how you win, as long as you win, Harry. If we were trying to get the Philosopher's Stone, we would not make it into the next fucking challenge. <laughs> You did not win. You you effectively cheated. Harmelodic yep. question. <laughs> I have moved on. Okay. No more questions this time. It was an insult. Don't worry about it. I'm the bigger man. I've moved on. Exactly. You were the it's wrong no one. Worth, it's, it's no worth it, mate. Fucking cope. I was going to say we wouldn't be the one playing the chess because Voldemort would be the one to possess your massive head to live in. But carry on. Wait, wait we're, getting, we're giving, wait, whoa, whoa, we're giving whoa, whoa, Voldemort whoa, whoa, insults whoa, whoa, to him whoa, 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 and not whoa, whoa, me now. Whoa, 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 Imagine if I had Jordan-sized head on the back of Quirrell's head. Like, it's fucking enormous. <laughs> like, his turban's like six times the size. It's like, you're right there, Quirrell. He's like, I'm baking hot, mate. I'm, I'm running hot. He's fucking, his head's like leaned back because the weight of it is like fucking pulling him backwards. <laughs> like a me. <laughs> and he takes the turban off and he's like, all right, mate. Hey, up. <laughs> right, uh, Hobolodic, uh asked, I tend to crave a particular genre of game at different times, and I assume you do too. As games journalists, how do you ensure that those cravings don't affect your judgement of a game too much? Um, uh. Every time I'm reviewing a game without fail, halfway through it, I'll think, oh fuck, I wish I was playing anything but this. And it's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things, there's just something else you want to be doing, like it's so rare that you just... Because it's like an unnatural way to play games. How often do you just fucking sit and plow through something? There will always be a time that I want to go and play like a bit of FIFA or play fucking some. Yeah. Mm. For a while it was like I, I kept Spider-Man installed and would just swing around. But that can sometimes be helpful because it can help you like if you play something that's like brain dead you can like ponder on the actual game that you're working on and sometimes like take in a bit more. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of like a it's like um, it's, it's like you're, 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 no, everyone when Any consumers words? when consumers have to play a game it's because they want to play the game it's because they're interested in the game and if you're a critic and you're playing it for work it just means you're just being 
a bit of art that you might not be interested or in the mood for is kind of you're being forced to play with but yeah. it does mean you have to kind of grapple with something you're not really expecting and not used to i guess it means you're playing genres that you're not used to where if you only play a couple genres like if you're only into fps and and fucking rpg games if you're a journalist it means you can play like the latest little indie puzzle game where you can play like a fucking jrpg you'd never touch in a million years and that can be interesting yeah it's one of those it's just it's, it's one of the I feel like I've, any journalist I've spoken to has their kind of game that they play just as a wee, as a wee side piece. It was like if you if you were forced to watch like a fucking ten hour film, you would want at some point to go and stand outside for a bit and just kind of absorb. Especially if you have to commit that fucking ten hour film to memory. Um, what what about you, Danny? You you like I suppose you you tend to cover games. You you cover a lot more games, but in a lot shorter bursts and like the news vibe um yeah and news is a is a different skill isn't it because you're not offering your your thoughts or your takes really in a, in a news piece you're just offering the facts and objectivity um for the most part fuck that but, <laughs> um, you do reviews for the site yeah i do i do i do, I do reviews I've, I've done a few reviews and i think um uh, like going in critically um kind of gives you a little bit more I don't know. I just I, I never go in um, with the expectation of liking or disliking it because um, I think that can kind of sully what you're going to say. Um, mm-hmm. Like I like when I reviewed Thomas was alone, I had to completely disconnect from anything that I knew about um, you know that the critical acclaim that the game has already received and the like other games that I like that Bithor's made because I wanted it to be completely clear of that. Um, so I think it's just there's a, there's an art to sort of disconnecting. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to disconnect completely though because I, there's certainly yeah. games like for example open world games I usually just can't be arsed with quite a lot of time. Like open world RPG games, hmm. so that that's an element of Breath of the Wild and I, was one of the reasons I didn't like it was and one of the reasons I didn't like Fallout is just because. I just usually can't be arsed to fucking go around like, like, oh, you can go anywhere and do anything and and level up these 100 different stat points. And that's just the type of game I've just not enjoyed so far. So I can talk about things I like within the game, but I have to just always offer a disclaimer like, I just don't like this type of game. And it's hard to approach that as a critic and as a, as a, as a journalist, as other than just personal preference when you're trying to be as objective as possible. Because well, all the all reviews like, should be objective, and if you have any kind of opinion, then I think you should be fired. Oh, oh you're memeing. Sorry, I, 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 I spaced out for a second there, and fucking something. Obviously, something in the back of my head fucking fired off, off yeah. last synapse because I heard you say that it's like, oh yeah, you have to be objective. I was like, ah, um, <laughs> you just fucking Kratos rages out. <laughs> um, by um, similarly, Ginger Jotun asks, "What's an unexpected benefit slash downside of working in games journalism?" Um, um, a downside is your fucking schedule. Is expect like from my perspective, as someone that primarily reviews, it primarily reviews things. Certainly doesn't talk professionally because I can't fucking pronounce my <laughs> words. Um, uh, your schedule is fucked. You are often spending entire days from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed just playing the same game or writing or editing like your piece about it and that can be quite overwhelming and it can definitely it can impact the way you feel about a game because how like i always find it interesting trying to talk about a game's pacing because a game's pacing could be great if you experience it across like a normal game yeah, yeah. Weeks of playing yeah. it or it could be or it could come across as like really rushed or really 
like for too long if you're yeah, fucking yeah. if you're playing it in one day so I'm, I'm definitely conscious of that and i think people that read games coverage should be conscious of the like the situation in which games are reviewed like the circumstances are not how normal people play games mm. um if you want something like that you should be looking to like six months down the line when there's like really good video essays and stuff like that i'm finding that ginger awesome i just want to say that ginger also mentioned what i'm saying something that's not often talked about and it seem obvious so i'm trying to think of like other things mm. that, pe- that people on the oh, other side the, of the fence all the money that publishers give us to get oh that's oh, it's so good right oh yeah scores. i just love money i love when genesis noir gave me eight thousand pounds to <laughs> give it a six out of ten the the sub well i suppose this is expected but it's something that makes me laugh every time it happens like the more people you meet in games the more that you just randomly hear tidbits about stuff that hasn't been announced and stuff that'll happen in like two years time and it's like you have to have this sixth sense of like am i especially if which happens a lot in reviews if you're under a lot of embargoes at the same time you get to this point where you're like i can't remember what i can actually say so it's often nice to have someone in your life that's completely disconnected from games that you can just tell all this shit to and they just they're just like oh okay fucking that's, that's, Danny's, that's Danny's life now that's Danny, that's like call embargoes the, the premium scoops Danny gets and we'll be getting now. premium yeah. scoops yeah and that's me I feel like Simon, uh, CD Projekt Red gave her gave her fucking all the news about the next game. That's why she was such a fucking centrist fucking <laughs> shell actually, yeah. in that story. With I've got Witcher Four, I'm playing it yeah. on my uh, on my other monitor. Yeah. I'm like, I Jordan, that that's uh, that's that's good. Well, I'm like, Henry Cavill's it. face modelled onto Henry Cavill's every enemy. Sat on my couch right now. He's he's he brought it round. <laughs> they they sent not- they sent Henry Cavill around to shut me up. That's what happened. He's noshing you off. Anyway, I feel like you're gonna. <laughs> Um, I feel like you were going to say something, but I interrupted you with the disclaimer. About I, that, no, I was just you? thinking about the benefits, and I this is completely unique to me, but an unexpected benefit is you get to go to loads of cool events, but also a downside is that you have to go to loads of cool, events, to loads of cool events. And it's like people, it's they're really cool. It's a really cool opportunity to go to, to, go to E3 or go to Gamescom because so many people, uh, I, I certainly grew up wanting to do that, and I know lots of other people have as well but the reality is they're just exhausting and you, you might get to see something cool or do something cool and it takes like an hour or two but then you've got another 10 hours of just shite and wandering around and not a lot going on or you're hyper hyper busy and it is just exhausting um and that may be great for some people but it's it's not so great for me so yeah. And I think that, that sometimes there's a like a massive expectation no, on on going to these events to get the news and get the scoop because you could only hear it at this event and it just feels really exclusionary and that's something that I guess the pandemic is changing a little bit um the way people deliver events and deliver news etc but it always felt a little bit uh, like like you would get shut out if you can't go to this event for whatever reason if you know because um like stuff like GDC is really expensive to go to, and E3 is obviously expensive to to fly to, um, and LA is expensive, etc. So it always felt a little bit like you were going to miss out. But I think that's changing a little bit. It was it felt like a downside, but it doesn't much anymore. Mm-hmm. You can hear a bit about E3 digital events on last week's podcast. Oh. Talked about that a little bit as well. Plug segue. Um, Jordan, you want to take the next question? Um, I'm actually going to flip reverse it and give us a Twitter question. Oh, Hell spicy, yeah. spicy. Because I asked, asked for some for some tweety questions. Shout um, out to the queers. By the way, uh, at 
at Tristan Carter fifty five asked what the best fl- flavor of crisp is. I'm putting a pin in that because <laughs> we will discuss that on the hangout because it will take fucking an hour. Well, it's just personal okay. preference. I, I, I could just say a crisp, but then you'd be like, "No, mate, it's this one," and it's like, "We'll no, be no, lots no, sorry, there." Sorry, for... sorry. Let me let me rephrase. That was his question. The question. Wait, I right, best flavor, best best. I can't speak. This has been end the podcast. Get out. Get play, out. The, play the tune. Play the Thank tune. you for listening. Um, do 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 do. do. <laughs> um, fucking why did we have why did why does Twitter notifications work so poorly? Stuart Neil, will the pandemic lockdowns and even Brexit have an impact on game narratives going forward? And if so, in what ways have you seen it, this impact in games already? And I think he refers to like. Will stuff set in the UK be weird now? And I think the most kind of recent example of that is in what Watchdogs Legion was actually set in like a named post-Brexit Britain. Um which is interesting, but obviously, like, does a game like how long before we get a triple A game set during lo- during these unprecedented times, Christ. do you think? I mean I, there was, there was a movie about it made like fucking a month after it basically happened from Michael Bay, which was just exhausting. Um, but the thing about Brexit is it's like, it's it's the whole world's not going to turn into like a, a visual dystopia. It's just a lot of like bad trade routes yeah. and fucking money and... Hell politi- yeah! Poli- and How is this going to impact Truck Simulator? Oh my god. Post-Brexit Europe Truck Simulator? You're at, you're at like a, a, a visa office for five hours, like trying to fucking <laughs> negotiate with some person behind a counter. Made by Lucas Pope. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd actually be a, a, a fire pope hit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll be uh, something well, that well, reveals itself. In I'll tell time. you what, fucking the oh, I fucking reviewed it for the Babissa. What was it goddamn called? Uh, not tonight, which was like a oh, yeah, Lucas yeah. Pope style, papers please style thing set post Brexit, which was like. Uh, it's set like in a, as, a, as a bouncer in various venues, but it's like everyone had to have these kind of different documentations. And as the world goes on, it gets kind of more and more fucked up. So that that's already existing during the as an attachment like to the pandemic. And honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, wait, I'm saying pandemic. Like it, it was attachment to Brexit, and like it wasn't that bad. It was kind of satirical. It was funny. It was like a little bit of playing on it. But I feel like someone doing something very serious with brexit and with the pandemic would just be i don't Too know strange and it's uh they are, i think they already did it in a video game a couple of years ago where there was sort of like this poke apocalyptic um poke apocalyptic pokemon pandemic this, uh, this post-apocalyptic uh game where like people started dying of a weird disease um it was like an open world the division that that was it um, the division. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see, okay, so the the money flu was a virus that transmitted via money. So it was really it's, it started spreading out on Black Friday because obviously people were spending a lot of uh-huh. cash. So the Black Friday in New York got the the money flu out to everybody, and that's why they all started dying. And then um, is this a joke or is this actually the no? Plot this is the, the, this, the, this, the this actually, plot. This actually You're the fucking plot. kidding me. I, I played <laughs> the money the flu. Yeah. The, the division's fucking banging. You know what's even banging on the fucking <laughs> hell? Imagine you know what's to... gonna. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna fucking flip reverse it. Added Bane. What is a game in, in development that excites you? Fucking the Division Three is gonna be the game of the uh, generation. I bet Resident Evil excites you, Aaron Bane. You sick fuck. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. 
I would like to apologise to Rachel. I was about to say the podcast has gone off the rails, but it fucking started off. He wasn't even on the rails. It was fucking skidding with sparks. Yeah, you know that diagram of like changing the tracks to kill one person or five people? We fucking rolled over 11 villages of people already, and we're thundering ahead. Nathan on Twitter, um, he's been playing a lot of Nier Automata um, and Wolfenstein 2 and was blown away by their soundtracks. What are our banging soundtracks? And I always answer the same. Red Dead 2 just fucking nailed it. Red Dead 2 is just the... It's it's the combination of having like amazing ambient music and Rockstar's ability to like perfectly pick licensed tracks to fit together but not be pure. Not have a pure licensed track soundtrack. It's just the... Mm-hmm. We actually had a, a similar question like a couple of weeks ago, so I've actually got an answer ready. It's yeah. a F- FDL Faster Than the Light and the upcoming mm-hmm. Kickstarter game Unbeatable. Yeah, it's Streets of Rage 2. Let's move on. Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Streets of Rage, what is this, Brexit? <laughs> um, um, Theo, Theo. Who is a uh, who's a new, new patron? patron Big up. Shout out to, to the you. parish. Um, apologies for this podcast. <clears throat> um, usually bear. What's what's the deal with Raid Shadow Legends? That's how he speaks. Uh, they sponsor YouTubers a lot, and from what I hear, they pay well, which means they must have money. Do they actually make tons of money from the game? Are they burning uh, venture capital money? Is the game itself any good? Well, from what I've heard from a YouTuber who was sponsored by Raid, they literally just have like a massive budget to get the name out, and they don't actually care about like. Like, they're essentially market, marketing a game mm-hmm. without actual games press. They're just like, fuck it, every YouTuber in the world is... Like, yeah. fucking... Is, I don't... Danny, they, did you ever cross paths with these weirdos? Because it's a mobile game, in it? I have a little bit of info about it. Uh, it's, go on. I'm not Danny. Oh, but, go on, um, go on, I was Harry, saying Harry. that I was, I was on a talk with Jay Foreman, legend, uh, Map Men, Unfinished London, and he was saying that about how he refused on spits like, like Rachel Legends, and he said there is just... The fact was they just they have a, they have loads and loads of agencies that are that they are controlled by essentially, so multiple multiple agencies are reaching out to, to all their YouTuber contacts, which is why you see everyone YouTuber. It's not just one agency. Like loads of different PR agencies are just reaching out to fucking everybody and offering loads of money. I think they do make a lot of money. I mean, I think it's a pretty popular app from the result of it. Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. Confirm. Um, I, Confirm. I agree with that. It's just that the 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 people that make it. Um. Oh, it's a Israeli company. I've forgotten the name of it. You just wiped all of Pocket Gamer stuff from your memory <laughs> you now. It's like that it. part of your brain has been erased. Um, Try and get make space for Warzone. It, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's Plarium. <laughs> put it on USB storage. It's Plarium. Um, it's a massive company. It employs like like almost fifteen hundred people, which is like kind of big. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I cannot confirm if it's any good or not because I've not. But it, it just. Nah, I don't play mobile games. Yeah. Perfect clap hands. Go. <laughs> it just. <laughs> It, it just is massive. Um, I, I've never played it. I, I don't really understand it. But I guess if they, they have a big budget and it's, it's working out for them, then yeah. The, the, the fucking adverts are always hilarious. It's always like, this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Did you know that Raid Shadow Legends was actually one of the top rated RPG action games of 2020? And then there's like a fucking asterisk in the fucking description that's like rated among the people who developed Raid Shadow like, <laughs> what I found really funny is that it's because so many YouTubers do it like even the, the smaller channels who aren't exactly huge personalities are doing it so these are people who, who play like very niche games and they just don't have like a, an ad read voice mm-hmm. like there are people yeah. who don't often I think I was uh was it Futives who does those those fucking mental uh modern warfare like search and destroy 
videos like he did that video i'm not sure Gina jordan where like they he dropped a nuke and search and destroy by getting like a fucking 25 kill streak oh, and not yeah, dying yeah, once yeah, yeah. he's that guy and he doesn't he barely speaks he speaks like a couple times a video but the whole point is he just he just cracked the game and he got fucking raid channel legend sponsored so he's like hello uh, this is sponsored by raid channel legends <laughs> one of the top rated um rpg games and it just goes on for like five minutes and everyone's like holy shit this fucking guy and it goes back to him silently being incredible like mod warfare <laughs> I have so a fucking brilliant ad read voice. Why don't they go to ask us to do it? I mean, true. come on. It's true. I mean, I wouldn't take the advertisement, but I would. I would. I would. I would uh, at least practice it in the mirror at night. You do it um, anyway. Yeah. Every night you practice what it would, what you what you do the the Rage of Legends had like. Yeah, um, I don't know. It was. It, uh, I, I got thinking about it. I got. You've got me thinking. Oh Christ! Oh, it's only taken fucking two and a half hours. <laughs> no, I just I, I know that like Flareum's original games, um, they they hit that like the the I was gonna say the Farmville market. They hit the Facebook social games market in like 2013, 2014, and it got really big that way. And it probably made a bunch of money. And I don't know, maybe that's why they can kind of afford to plug Raid as much as they do because they just had that big initial injection. But I also might be talking shit because I don't know. Um, over the podcast. No, no, no. Never admit that you might not know something. It's, it's not worth it. By the time these fucking VLs come in and back to you, just set any complaints or any, um, any like, um, corrections that we need to make, please send it to um, Harry. Jordan at, at overload. overload. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thing is, I'm pretty so, sure my email just fucking redirects. Oh no, redirects to my email. I thought like it just redirects all to the same email, but it doesn't. No, no. that would be silly, wouldn't it, Harry Mitchell? Hello. Fuck up. One of these days, I'll get to read this question. You fucking impolite bastards. You played Farmville, Danny. There we go. There we go. That's the banter. That's the banter. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Great part. Great part. That's Fantastic that's what they pay, that's what they pay for. <sighs> People pay for it, including Flo, who asks. This is quite a good question to or penultimate question before we play name of the game and you two fucking fall out with me because I've picked up Delta. <laughs> <Go on>. um, <laughs> Great. Everyone is talking about Game Pass right now and what an unfathomable deal it is. Basically the breath of the wild of game subscription services. Flo, if you ever write that <laughs> in our Patreon fucking comment section again, you are banned and I will fly to your house and beat you to a pulp. We appreciate um, all our listeners. Thank you for I listening also and being on the Patreon. I also think it's a good deal Still, I bought a PS5 simply because of the exclusives. Maybe in 2023, Xbox will deliver on that front. Also, how long do you think they keep the price and discounts? Thinking about Netflix's price increases. That's actually a good point. How long is Xbox Game Pass this cheap and what tips over? Like, when they have... When when all these fucking studios they've bought start shiting out games, is it still going to be a tenner? Because I really doubt it. It's less than that now. I think it's like... It's like- Seven, it's like seven ninety nine. Well, well you that. know what I mean. Like at one yeah. point, Netflix used to be like six pound, and now it's like fourteen. If you want like it's the four K shit, I think I think if they if they put the money up to like fifteen twenty pound a month, I think I, it's possible I'd, I'd pay that. Yeah, it, it. I think they they've got a, a bit of wiggle room to pop it up by a few quid over the next you know five years or so, and it wouldn't make a difference. But once it starts to encroach on yeah. like the fifteen twenty quid. It, it depends what's available. It, if they start banging out like real serious exclusives and then just going, you don't even have to buy this, mate, just pay 15 quid, then I think that's, you know. Yeah. My prediction for the longest time has been that they will, in a few years, start having stuff that's not on Game Pass. Like, they're, they're huge stuff, um, but we'll see. Also, if you're pure into Game Pass, 
fucking it stacks so stock stock up in like five years of it and you're you're sorted i have like two and a half years of game pass because i have like i got so many codes for it that i'm sorted until like 2024 <laughs> but yeah there's one I, point that i just remembered there that i i think is it will be uh quite brutal for the multiplayer players uh i'm a big dead by daylight player as i've as i've made it very clear mm-hmm. i play the game a fuck ton and i have played dead by daylight on xbox game pass that's how i got it i was like oh i can get it for free might as well play it and i just got immediately addicted and in that game, I have got is inbuilt purchases. I've bought like the killers packs you can get. I've bought chapters. I've bought survivors. So I put a lot of money into upgrading my my characters. Uh, and I've discovered there's absolutely no way to transfer that to like any kind of to a Steam or any kind of crossplay. Nope. So if it puts the price up and I, and, and I and I I I'm just fucked. There's no there's I'm simply. Can fucked you just buy the they... game? No, because I now just start from zero. I won't have any of the things I've bought. I'll, no, I'll be no, back if, to if level you, yes, zero. If you, buy, if you buy the game on Xbox, you'll still have all yeah, your stuff. Yeah, that's what I oh. meant. Like, if you've invested so much money yeah. into the game on that platform, surely you can spend another £7 and, and buy the actual I could, game. I don't want to buy the fucking game. Well, then you'll thought, lose I, all your shit, won't you? And that's on it, you. It, it's because it... <laughs> it said that I've got, like, a, a cloud ID that it gives me. I was like, oh, maybe I can just use that to log in and somewhere else. But no, I can't. Last question from Mark Flynn. When will we receive more Balan content? We're not going to tell you when, but I will just confirm on this podcast that uh, it will happen. Uh, is it really going to happen? Like, do we have yes. to? Don't leak. Yes. Don't leak. I'm not telling you what, but it will. Balan will return. Balan will return. Let's play the name of the game. If you've never heard of the name of the game, where have you been all these past eight weeks? It's the greatest radio game show um, ever made. Basically, I read clues pertaining to the name of a video game after each clue danny and harry get one guess if they use a guess incorrectly they cannot guess again until the next clue is read are you ready folks last week was detective pikachu on the 3ds harry got that mm-hmm. one we, we've both we've both gotten one in the first guess we've both gotten one like the last what are the points the standing clue, john i think f who great <laughs> question um i think i'm i think i'm winning two i think i'm at two danny's at three maybe even four and jordan's at like two i'm not sure we'll find out this game was released on the 13th of february 2013 oh an oldie christ an oldie i was 13 did you say february February. my brain just leaks information um Um, Mm. this was a game i was doing a lot of i was playing a lot on 360 this year uh, you said you see, you see, you said it's a belter. You described it as like a, as like a fucking slamming game. So like, I don't know. Um, I, again, I have, to, I have to try and cross out all the end of year November blockbusters in, in my head. Um, so I will uh, stop. Yep. Oh, it's not going to be this. Is, is it papers, please? Incorrect. Stop. Was it Crisis yeah. Three? <laughs> was that was that even that year? I think so. Who knows? The game was developed by Platinum. Fuck me, Platinum. I never know the developer. When you say, I feel like I feel like a fucking idiot whenever you say the developer. I feel like I should know these things. Um. Okay. So, okay, um, but that means I can rule out a lot of stuff. I think. No. 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 Never mind. Ignore me. Ignore me. It was stupid. It was stupid. I remembered who developed the, it. What, what, what were you going to say? The brains what were you going to say? I was going to say fucking Colonial Marines, but that wasn't Platinum. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, platinum. Christ. I feel like it's 
I'm, ex- I'm, I'm interested to see the, the, the Metacritic score and see if this is a fucking shit game that Jordan's pulled out again. Um, or was, or was there a... Uh, I feel like there's... We, I think we did Kills and Shadow Fall already, didn't we? No. Oh. Also, Kills was developed by Guerrilla. Of course you knew that. Okay. <laughs> this database you've got on your head. <laughs> uh, okay. F- fucking... I'll just say like a... You said belt as well. I'll say a sports game, but I don't know what one to go for. So um, I have to remember it's LB... LB it'll be like no because that one released in fucking february they never released in february no they're always like they? fall games right okay um i'll say fucking hell i, I pass no fucking idea <laughs> danny Fuck anything it. or would you like another clue? uh gives another clue i've got none the PC version received an 83 Metacritic. It was Ooh. also released on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. So it's okay. not a... So, c- cross-platform, well-received, platinum games. Never heard of them in my fucking life. And that's gonna piss me right off. Um, 2013, 2013. It wasn't... Hold on, February. No, because... It could be. I, I'm. I'm. You wouldn't do another Far Cry game, surely? That would be outrageous. Um. Um. Because you've done like fucking two already, haven't we? Stop. Uh. Far Cry Blood Dragon. Incorrect. Okay. It's my honor. I, I'm thinking of games, and then you go, <laughs> but then you know who made that game, and you're like, oh. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you've got loads to rule out. Wait, of course it's not that Blood Dragon. It makes it look platinum didn't make that, fuck's sake. Price Stupid Dobby! Montreal. <laughs> um, Bad Dobby. Come on, Danny. We're all waiting on you here. Um, get the brain just give another clue. Just, just gives... It could be GTA, Danny. Guess GTA. Just, just gives a, gives a, gives a clue. You give it up. This is a third-person hack and slash game. Stop. Yes. Uh, DMC Devil May Cry. Incorrect. Stop. What? You are fucking kidding me. <laughs> yes. Was it Transformers Devastation? <laughs> Absolutely no way. Incorrect. Uh, how is it not DMC Devil May Cry? That's like the only hack and slash game I can think of from that <clears throat> entire fucking year. I'm almost certain you just have to get it after this. This is an excerpt from Jeff Gerson's review. Gone. Even with that in mind, I found Blank to be a thrilling and engaging experience. The sword play is fun, and it's also really fascinating to see the different spot where either Kojima or Platinum's signature style shines through. It also has a wild final confrontation that shows elements of both, doling out some heavy-handed political preaching while also putting a man-sized ninja cyborg against something much crazier okay i'm sorry did you uh, say kojima am i how the hell have you not got this yet but i I, I just don't know what one it is though i don't like yeah i i don't play kojima games i've never played kojima games i 2013 Lads, if you are listening to this, write in to podcast at overload.co.uk if you've got this early and what clue you got it at. 
make these fools feel like fools. I mean, I'm sure I am. The thing is, I am a fool. I am thick. I am stupid. Stop. But I'm, I don't think it's this, but it's the Dan, closest one in my Danny. brain. Is it Metal Gear 5 Ground Zeroes? Incorrect. Kojima blind. Harry, you've got to win this or I get the point. No fucking way. There was a really... But it was received well. Metal Gear Solid games, I feel like in this era, got shat on. Um, I can't even... I don't even know what's between 4 and 5. I don't know what the full name is, but there was one... I'm not sure if you like said it's pro it's got a really it's got an awful name. I know it's got and it's got a name I hate. Um so stop. Yes. Metal Gear Rising. That does make sense. That's the name of the game. Yes! We will accept it. Metal Gear Rising Revenge. He didn't get the full title. He didn't get the full title. That's half a point. <laughs> No, that the Revenge <laughs> nah. is a subtitle. Uh, I got the full title. <laughs> Jesus uh, I, Christ! I'm giving, I'm giving him that. I'm, I'm really like that. I, I suppose like why I, you I actually that was a banger? Know. Fucking who cares about Metal Gear and, Rising Revengeance? Well, first of all, tons of people cared about Metal Gear, and second of all, as soon as I said Platinum, people would have been like, "Well, it's not. It wouldn't have been Bayonetta because that didn't come out that year, and it wouldn't have been Vanquish because that wouldn't have came out that year. So it's probably yeah. MGS." The Rising. only game that I know Platinum did was Transformers. I was like, "There's no way you would put a Transformers <laughs> game in this game." I would be. Fuming. I know. <laughs> I would be fucking raging. I can't believe I got yeah. that. I had to go into like the deep depths of of shitty yeah, Metal so, Gear. As soon as you I, said I, it, I re. Yeah. I glimpse. I can. I know I didn't Metal play Gear, it. Metal Gear is for is is a is a shit game for babies. That it was one of those games that you saw on the pre-owned shelf all the time, and you were like, eh. yeah. absolute pre-owned yeah. game, absolute PSP good, pre-owned absolute game, absolute werewolf blood apocalypse dragon. It's like those. It's like, it's like those, Metacritic, mate. It's like those Assassin's Creed mobile games. Fucking just not waste of space, you know. You're a fucking mobile game. End this podcast. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well. First of all, I'm, I want to just thank all the patrons, the ones that ask, that ask us questions every damn week. We appreciate your questions a lot. And if you want to ask us questions for next week, you can head over to patreon.com slash overload. We're going to be doing a little bit of a another hangout session where we're going to be talking a little bit about the future of what we're going to be doing, all the fun, fun, fun plans we've got ahead. And yeah, make sure to get involved. You, if, even if you pledge like a £2 supporting tier, then you can get access to all that kind of... Uh, all the feed updates and all that kind of stuff and take part on whatever. And some of the some of our, our, our special patrons involve Alex Winton. Legend. Legend. Amy. Legend. Legend. Draz Yankovic. Legend. Legend. Harmelodic. Legend. Legend. Michael Sanderson. Legend. Legend. Nerd Wood. Legend. Legend. Aaron Bain. Legend. Legend. Becky Hamilton. Legend. Legend. Carol Mitchell. Big up. up. Big legend. Hey up, big legend. Carol Mitchell. Elderly Goose. Legend. Legend. Ginger Jotun. Legend. Legend. Greg. Legend. Legend. Sorry, I said, I said that with a bad Greg. Greg. You did, you raised Shadow Legend for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hannah Hislop. Legend. Fucking prick. Shoes. And, of course, the ledge end, because he's, he's at the end, but he's still a legend. Sean, Sean McCluskey. McCluskey. Sean McCluskey. I don't even know who he is, I just know his name. Um, we love Sean. VIPs, the, the t-shirts have been designed they're on their way from fucking the former yugoslavia um <laughs> we will update you when we get updates for they are posting banging. stuff if your address or size is different from what it, your patreon setting is change it 
within a couple of days of hearing this, please, or you will get... You'll fucking get... You'll fucking get what you get, right? <laughs> so, yeah. And I think they look pretty cool. They do. They do we'll show good. them off. We'll show them off when we get them. It'll be great. Great. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, rating would be fantastic. If you're on anything else, make sure to share the podcast with all your friends and family. I've been Harry Mitchell. You can follow me at Harry is late. If you want to follow Overload, you can follow it at Overload UK. And make sure to check out the content on the website, overload.co.uk. Oh, I fuck, I forgot. I forgot that this is like the one part of the show where you don't fucking hand it off like a professional. You just shite it into the wind to expect me to say. You can follow me at Jordan Midler, M I D D L E R. It's not like you've done this every week for eight weeks or whatever. And you can follow me on twitter.com at Danielle Partis because that's my name that's my name that's my name that's it's my name, name. Partis you get hot new scoops Partis Danielle Partis Partis participate in the podcast oh my god I need to leave you're not Harry what the, your northern voice is weird because obviously you have a fucking time travelling accent but it's especially strange when you try to do an actual accent because it just it brings in so many different elements like uh, it's like yeah. my, my fucked up English my fucked up Scottish and trying to do fucked up English at the same time <laughs> just I just soft lock and I just shut down help oh I've gone I've soft locked and shut down let's bounce help help Wait, fuck up Molly see you next week Bye. help 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 help